through us may know him so lift up your voice and pray the lord said i lift up your eyes the harvest is already here it is already green we got to preserve the harvest from decadence lift up your voice and pray lord empower me in the name of jesus to accomplish the great commission Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Ask now, give the nations to you. Oh, Lord, let the cry of my heart. It's the truth. It's the truth. in the islands to see your us today bless your word the short word of exhortation that is coming and equip us with that as even we go out in jesus blessed and mighty name amen come on somebody put your hands together for the lord jesus and take your seat in heavenly places god bless you let's appreciate the choir let's appreciate them hallelujah are you excited about today now i can't feel the excitement in your voices I can't feel the excitement in the house. Look at, look at, look at, look at Psalm 16 verse 11. You see, sometimes, sometimes we fight for things that we don't have to fight for. Look at Psalm 16 verse 11. He says that you will show me the path of life, right? And then, hello, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. Is it because we are having one service? I can't feel you. I can't feel the church. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, for the whole of the month of September, we're going to have one service every Sunday. And it is a going out month. So this month, we don't stay in the church. We carry the church outside. Hallelujah. Because any time the Lord gives us, we also have to become a blessing. That is what the Lord told Abraham. He said, I'll bless you that you will be a blessing. He didn't say, I'll bless you that you'll be a hoarder. He said, I'll bless you that you'll be a what? A blessing. And how does the Lord bless us? Through his word. 
So when we are blessed by the word of the Lord, we got to carry the word out and then be a blessing to the world. Hallelujah. Now, so I'm going to give you a short word of exhortation and then we will now go. Now, today being the first Sunday of our going out in the month of September, we will be going all the way to um, MTSU. Yeah, we are going to ransack souls there for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. So from here, we will all be going to MTSU in and around the MTSU area. We will park mostly around the, um, the bookshop library area there. And then we will go in Tutu, you know, just like we always do. We will, we will, we will spread all over the land. Hallelujah. Yeah, we will spread. And then around the gas stations, around there, and by the roadside. And anybody that you see is a potential candidate for hell or heaven. Listen, when you see any human being, any human being, it doesn't matter how they appear. Understand that they are potential candidates for one of two places. Amen. I believe that our, our mothers will help us with their children. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's clap for our Sunday school teachers. You see the way, wait, wait, you see the way some of you are uncomfortable. You see, we're just this little, you see the way you're uncomfortable. So you can imagine what they feel over there. Let's appreciate our Sunday school teachers once again. Hallelujah. Yeah. But it is a blessing, isn't it? Yeah. So we bless God for them. Hallelujah. Yes. All right. Now, um, so I'm talking about the title that I'm talking about or the short message is go and tell what the Lord has done for you. That is a short message that I want to give to us and prepare us to go out today. So remember the whole of the month of September, we have five Sundays and all the Sundays we will be going out except something happens, but all the Sundays we will be going out. Uh, We'll be going out. Today is the third And then next Sunday will be 10th, the next one 17th, and then the 24th, we will be going out. Praise the blessed name of Jesus Christ. And what is the purpose of going out? To carry the gospel to the, uh, to carry the church to the unchurched and those that are outside there. There are some of them, they will never come in except we go and then we invite them. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus told us a parable of a man that put out a party. And then when he put up the party, Bible says that the people that he had invited, they didn't come in. And then he sent his servants to go out. And then anybody that they'll meet, they should tell them that come because everything is made available. So that is what we're carrying across. But let me quickly in the next few minutes, Mary, are you here? You'll be sharing that powerful uh, encounter that you had a week today. The Lord showed you something. You'll be sharing it with us very soon. But... Let's read a scripture in, I gave you a scripture in the book of Psalm 16 verse 11. Now in Psalm 16 verse 11, Bible says that you will show me the path of life. And in your presence, you see, Bible says that there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Now the truth of the matter is that there are many people that are fighting many things. They don't have to fight them. Remember, I told you that in life, there are three things we do with every battle. You got to know whether this battle, you got to fight it or not. And there are some battles, so there are some battles you, you, you need to fight them. It is yours to fight. There are some battles, it is not yours to fight. It is the Lord's 
to fight. And there are some battles, you just ignore them. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, there are many battles that people are fighting. They don't need to fight them. All they need to do is to be in the presence of the Lord. For example, battle against anxiety and depression. You can't fight it. It is a spiritual something. You can't fight depression. You can't fight depression with antidepressants. It will even make you more depressed. Praise the name of Jesus. What you need is the presence of the Lord. You see, when you are in the presence of the Lord, the Bible says there is fullness of joy. And the antidote to depression is joy. When joy is there, the spirit of depression departs. So you find yourself always in the presence of the Lord. And that is why I say that with or without being in church service, let's say if it is not Sunday or midweek service or the times that we meet, does that mean that you can't find yourself in the presence of the Lord? You got to create the atmosphere. Praise the name of Jesus. I'm saying this because I believe that there are some people that need to get into the presence of God 24 on 7 in order for certain things to happen for them. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, that is just by the way. A word that the Lord gave me that I just gave. Anyway, so go and tell what the Lord has done. You see, in life, when you don't know the purpose of anything, you tend to abuse it. Number one. Number two, you don't get the full benefit of it. And number three, the reward of that thing, you know, uh, uh, um, you are deprived of the reward of that thing. Hallelujah. So when you don't know the purpose of anything, these three things are inevitable. We got to understand in the book of Proverbs, uh, sorry, in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 6. Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 6. Bible says that to every purpose, there is time, judgment. Therefore, the misery of man is great upon him. Now, what is the Bible telling us? The Bible is telling us that Every blessed day of our lives, there is a purpose for everything that happens in our lives. Now, the greatest thing that can ever happen in the life of any human being is to have a relationship with the Lord. And that one is called salvation. Somebody say salvation. So we got to understand the purpose of salvation. Because with or without our understanding of it, there is time for that salvation and there is judgment. In other words, accountability. Praise the name of Jesus. So, our stewardship as saved, as the saved or the redeemed is time bound because we are not going to live here forever. We will go and be with the Lord, right? And number two, there will be reckoning or accountability or judgment. And Bible says that this is the reason why we got to understand the purpose of everything. Now, so we must understand the purpose of salvation. Why did the Lord save us at all? Can I just sample some few opinions? Why, why do you think the Lord saved us? Why do you think, Minister Prince, would you help us? Why do you think the Lord saved us? He wants a the Lord wants a family. Powerful. Powerful. Who, who again? Somebody tell me something. If you can. Yeah. I, 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 I'll pref- anybody who wants to say something, you can just shoot your hand up. Yes, ma'am. To restore us. The Lord saved us to have a family to restore us. Yes, I'll take a final one. Yes, yes. So we can serve. Hallelujah. They are all good, but they all form part of the main stock. You understand? It's like a tree. You pull a branch of it. You also pull a branch of it. You also pull a branch of it. So let us find the real tree. The purpose of salvation 
What is the purpose of salvation? Because if we don't know the purpose of salvation, we will not know what, how to manage the time. You understand what I'm saying? That's why sometimes when you go to your workplace, they give you your work schedule. So you know that from 8 to this time, this is what you are doing. If, if, they, don't give you, if they don't give you that time, you will not know what to do. You will not be able to measure what you are doing. Hallelujah. And at the end of the day, by measuring what you have done, they give you what is called a reward. That is what the Bible is saying in Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 6. That to every purpose, there is time and judgment. You see, to every purpose. So we got to find out this purpose called salvation. What is, what is it? What is the purpose of salvation? So that one day David prayed a prayer. He said, teach me to number my days that I may apply my heart unto wisdom. So when we know the purpose of salvation, we will be able to work within the time frame that we have on earth, knowing that there is judgment upon it, knowing that there is reckoning upon it. So let's find out the purpose of salvation. Mark. Let's go to the book of Mark, and then um, Mark chapter 3, and then verse 13 to 15. And we will see the purpose of salvation there. Now he's talking about Jesus. And Bible says that Jesus went up to, into the mountain. And he called unto him. Now listen very well. Nobody comes, to G, nobody comes to the Father except we're being called. Right? So look at the purpose of our salvation here. He said that. And he called unto him. Whom he would. Whomsoever he would. That and they came unto him. Now, verse 14 and 15. Look at it. And then, out of the people that came, he ordained 12. That number one. You see? So, this is the purpose of our calling. That number one, we should be with him. Somebody say, be with him. Number two. That he will do what? That he might send them forth to do what? To preach. And then finally, number three. Look at number three. And to do what? And to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. Now, so these are the threefold purposes of salvation. That number one, we will be with the Lord. We will stay with the Lord. And that is why I was saying that all you need to do is to find yourself in the presence of the Lord. You know, like Elder was saying, the Lord wanted to have a family. You see? So, the, pep, the first purpose of salvation is that the Lord wants us to... Please give me the verse, number, the, the verse number 14 again. The Lord wants us to be with him. Why does he want us to be with him? Because John chapter 15 verse 5 says that without me you can do nothing. So the first purpose of being with him, ladies and gentlemen, is so that he can empower and equip us. Because without him... The only thing we can do is nothing. Bible says that in him we live and move and have our being. When you read the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 13, he said that it is the Lord that, that, that it is he that wills in us to do and to perform of his good pleasure. Look at that. For it is God which worketh in you both to will. So even to will good will is, is, is from the Lord. You see? To desire to do something good is from the Lord. It is not your intention. In our intention, there is wickedness. The natural human being is loaded with wickedness. 
The only reason why we can do good in life and become good in life is because of his sponsorship. That is why the first purpose of salvation is that we will be with him. If you are not with him, he can send you. He can use you. So the first purpose of salvation is to be with him. The Lord wanted us to be with him. Praise the name of Jesus. Because without him, we can do nothing. It doesn't matter what intentions you have. You can have very powerful, beautiful intentions. If you don't have sponsors, about, uh, um, from, from Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, yesterday, we were at a certain workshop, very powerful workshop. Now, as we were talking, I mean, the, um, the resource persons that were speaking, everything that they said, they were talking about, you know, they were talking about expansion through um, entrepreneurship and all that. Now, one of the things that they said is that, in fact, the main thing that they were talking about was that anything that you want to do, you don't need to have resources to do it. You just need to have the passion and the idea. The resources is with somebody. And then you get connected to that sponsor and the sponsor will sponsor it. So you don't even need what other people may be looking for. All you need is to have that vision and to have that passion and that drive. And that passion and that drive will connect you to people who have the resources to sponsor it. In the same way, until it doesn't matter what intentions you have and how good you want to live or how good you want to be unto people if you are not sponsored by something that is called good you can't deliver what is called good and the only thing that is good is god so the first reason and the first purpose of salvation is that we'll be with him because it is of him that all good things come james chapter one and then verse number 17 in james 117 bible said that he said that Every good and perfect gift comes from him. Hallelujah. So the first purpose of salvation is that we will be with him. The second purpose of salvation. And let's go there quickly. The second purpose of salvation is to go and preach. Is to go and preach. Is to go and preach. John chapter 10. And then I'll read 10 and 11. And then verse number 15 and 16. John chapter 10. Now I'll be reading these scriptures and I want you to follow them very well. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus is not telling us the purpose of salvation. But I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Now look at verse 11 and then we'll jump to 14. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. And then verse number 14 says that I am the good shepherd and I know, and I know my sheep, and I am known of mine. And then verse number 50, so in verse number 11 all the way to verse number 14, Jesus was talking about you and I that have been saved. And then in verse number 15, he said that, as the Father knoweth me, even so, even so know I the Father, and I laid down my, my life for the sheep. Look at verse number 16, the next verse, and other sheep. Somebody say other sheep. You see, why is Jesus... Why did Jesus redeem us to send us as the second purpose? Because there is something called the other sheep. He said, there, he said, and there is something called the other sheep which I have. But they are not of this fold. They are not today here. You see? They are not today here. Just like some time ago, some years back, some months back, some weeks back, or whatever. But you were also part of the sheepfold. But you were playing with the goats. Until the Lord now took you. 
Mr. Ayo, are you here? You see? Now you are a beautiful sheep of the Lord. You see? So, tell somebody there is other sheep. And where are they? They are not here. They, he said that, they, look at that. Let's read the scripture. Verse 16. He said, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must do what? I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. They, how can they come? Romans chapter 10. Look at Romans chapter 10. So there is another, there is another batch of sheep. Romans chapter 10. And let's read from verse number 13. I believe verse number 13 to 15. Look at Romans chapter 10 verse 13 to 15. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 14. In verse 14 it says that how then shall they call on him? Who is that they that he's talking about? The other sheep. Are you following the spiritual calculus that we are doing here? You see, look at the algebra. He said that I have other sheep. He said they must come in. And then in Romans, Paul is asking us, how can the other sheep come in? How shall they, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? You see, there is other sheep. There is, uh, don't think that we are the only ones. You see, there is other sheep. But the other sheep cannot hear the voice of the shepherd except they come into the fold. That was what Jesus was telling us. He said, I've come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. And then he said, but there is other sheep that must also hear my voice. And Paul is asking us, how can they hear except there be a preacher? Ah, you have really, really mentioned it well. That is why you are our preacher. No! I am your trainer. I'm not our preacher. Everybody, every one of us is a preacher. Look at the next verse. In verse number 15. He said that, the next verse says that, and how shall they preach except they be sent? You see, except they be sent. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. You see, and bring glad tidings. Now, that word, how beautiful are the feet. He's talking about how organized the Lord organizes the steps. You see, how, how well, how beautiful, how good the Lord organizes the steps. The steps of who? The steps of they that carry the good news. The steps of them that preach. One of the things that bring down the major blessings of God. And listen, one of the blessings of God that every child of God must desire is divine direction. And I told you here before that the direction is, more, is better than speed. In life, don't decide to speed. Decide to have the right direction. Yeah. You see? And how would you have direction except the Lord orders your path and orders your feet? And Bible says that the, the ordering of the feet comes as a result of preaching the gospel of peace. So when we carry the gospel of peace, the Lord begins to order our steps. Now the lines fall in place. The mistakes that you keep repeating, the things, everybody is doing the same thing. You only get into the same thing, the thing collapses. Everybody is selling the same thing. You know that this is the business that is booming. The day you only enter into it, they say that this business has collapsed. What is wrong? Because your feet are not being ordered beautifully. And what brings beautification of our steps is the ability 
to preach the good news. Now, so this brings me to the third purpose of salvation. And what is the third purpose of salvation? Can you get back with me to the book of Mark, the, the, um, the Mark chapter 3, and then the verse, the verse, 40, verse 15, sorry. Look at, look at verse 40, uh, 15. He said that, and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. So the third purpose of salvation is to become solution bearers. You see, to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils means that you, because behind anything that is not working is a devil. And Jesus said, except you cast them out. One day Jesus was casting out devils. And then the people came, the, 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 the Sadducees and the Pharisees. They said, oh, hey, you are casting out demons with a, with a demon. And Jesus said, how can I do that? And then he said, if I cast out devils by the finger of the Lord, then the kingdom of heaven is here. And guess what he said? He said, if a strong man keepeth his goods, his goods are safe. But then, if a stronger than he, and the stronger than he is you and I. Praise the name of Jesus. So the purpose number three of salvation is to become solution bearers. That is why Romans chapter 8 verse 19 says that the earnest expectation of the creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. We are the solution bearers. The people out there think that the solution, yesterday I put some um, Rehat Bonkis um, testimony on the, I mean on the, on, the, on the platform. He had gone to a certain country to preach. Now, when he went there, he went to the church. It was only old ladies and, and then old men that were there. So he asked his host, where are the young men? He said, you want to see where the young men and the young ladies are? He said, yes. Drove him all the way in the night to the middle of the city. When they went there, there was a pub there. But, you know, the, the whole place in the night was jam-packed with cars. So then they went, they, they went in. When they went in, come and see skin-to-skin -skin connectivity. <laughs> and then, now listen. And then he told the man, he said, Can, would you give me five minutes? He said, five minutes to do what? Now, when the man saw his appearance, he knew that he was a preacher. But he was in suit, tie, and everything. He said, five minutes to do what? He said, I got a message for them. He said, not in my pub. He begged him. He did everything. He said, I came all the way from Germany. The Lord sent me with one word just for your people here. And then he said he won't give him. So when he was about to turn around, then the Holy Spirit told him, Tell, ask him that these guys that are here, what they are looking for, are they getting it here? So now he turned. He said, sir, can I ask you one question? These young men and young women that are dancing, shaking themselves and all that, what they are looking for, do you think they are really getting it here? Then the man got startled. Because a week before, surprisingly, he, he was sitting down watching the guys dancing. And then he said, what are these guys looking for in life? Are they really getting it here? And then he brushed it off. So when the man said that, it's like something you've been thinking of. And then all of a sudden, somebody mentioned it. He said, okay, I give you five minutes tomorrow, but it will only be at 12 midnight if you are here. So, man, the following day, the man was there by 11.30. And this is Rehard Bonki. I put it on the platform. He 11.30, he was there. He had prayed the whole day. He said, Lord, do something. Lord, do something. When he entered into 
the, uh, the place. 1157, he was waiting for the, 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 the clock to strike 12. 12, he jumped on the podium, grabbed the microphone from the DJ's mouth. He said, I have a message for you. The Lord sent me all the way from Germany to come and tell you that he loves you and that what you are looking for is in him. Then all of a sudden, the place became quiet. Now, every, everything, be, listen, the things that the people outside there are looking for is not in what they are chasing. It is with you and it is in your mouth. And your ability not to open your mouth. Girl, come, 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 Mary, come. Your ability not to open your mouth deprives the world of the peace and the salvation. You see that many, every time we, any time you come to a place of saying that, oh, uh, the world is, 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 is bad, is corrupt. And then you keep saying that, oh, these people are bad. These people are, are this. That people are that. There is a lot of drug dealers here. There is a lot of wicked people, killers, um, whatever. Don't say any, ever say anything if you have never ever preached to somebody. Because their ability to come out is not in them. They are looking for something that they don't know where to find it. And you carry what they are looking for. Are you getting what I'm saying? You carry what they are looking for. What was the dream you had? The encounter you had? Come and stand by me. Last week, exactly a week today. And you know, Mary is the type, very quiet. She doesn't talk, you know. Even as she's standing here, she's very shy. <laughs> she doesn't talk. So, for her to say this, it's not like, you know, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, I think. It was an encounter that she had. Tell us, woman of God. Um, so, I had a dream about two Please weeks ago. Please give her ago. some sound in her microphone. I had a dream about two weeks ago. Um, it was a rapture dream that I had. It was a week ago. Oh, was it not a week ago? A week ago. Yeah, yeah week this uh, a week today. That was our mantle service, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I had a dream of a rapture that occurred. The rapture um, had occurred. So in my dream, it was a regular day, a sunny day outside. Um, everyone was doing their daily routine. Um, and I was in an elevator. And I was as I was in the elevator, the ground began to shake. Um, I heard people running. And the top of the elevator fell down where I was in the elevator. But I was able to escape and somehow. Um, and so when I got out of the elevator, my dreams shift to a room. And I was in a room with a bunch of other people. Papa was there, a few church members that I recognized was there. And as I was there, um, the sky began to get dark outside. And as it got dark outside, Papa was telling people in the room to start praying, to start praying. Um, everyone had on their prayer veil, um, but not the children, but people had on, everyone had it. And we, Papa told us to get on our knees and start praying. Um, he told someone um, to look outside the window to see what was going on. And there was men and horses, and they had on, they had, they had a long sword, and they were just chopping people head off. No one was saying anything. They were just killing people as they were um, riding their horses. So Papa began to tell us to pray. And as we were on our, on our knees, we began to pray. And we all had our eyes closed. So then when I opened my eyes, everyone vanished from there. There was nothing there. There was no more sound. It was quiet. The rapture had then, happened. Yes. Yeah, so and then after that... Um, God revealed a scripture to me in my dream, um, and the scripture was Psalms 115, verse 5, um, and he showed it to me twice in the dream, and then... Hold on. Okay. <laughs> it, 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 listen, 
Listen, if we were still writing the Bible, this one would be part of the scriptures. You don't believe it. <laughs> when you read the Bible, don't you hear, in the day of the Lord, da, 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 I slept and upon my bed I had a dream. And we read it. A message from the Lord. This is a message from the Lord. You see? Or you don't, you don't know that the Bible is made up of the packaging of things that the Lord showed people. Didn't you read how Nebuchadnezzar had a dream? And then he said people should tell him the dream that he had had. Yeah. Didn't you read Pharaoh having a dream? Didn't you read the other people having a dream? If it is a message from the Lord. Joseph, was he not having a dream? That the sheaves of his brothers were bowing down to his own. This is a message from the Lord. Don't take it as just a mere dream. When she told me last Sunday, I was in the office, I, I, I started praying. I said, Lord, please, make us pray. You know, I've always told you that there are two messages for the world. The first one is getting to know the Lord, and the second one is getting ready. Getting to know the Lord is for the world, but getting ready is the message for believers. The message that she had is for us. It's for us. And why? Look at what uh, the scripture that the Lord was telling her. When she opened her eyes, when we were praying, and then the, the rest have vanished, and she said, it was left with me and my sister. It doesn't mean that she'll be left behind. But the Lord wanted her to know the reason why many believers will miss the mark. Because we are not fulfilling the purpose why we are believers. We think that being a believer is just to ask, Lord, would you please give me a powerful husband? Would you please give me a wife? Give me some car. Give me some business. Give me some this. These are fringe benefits that come with the purpose of salvation being executed. You see, we have turned the table upside down. Now we are looking for the things that are already made available, but that can be accessed by fulfilling the purpose. Are you with me? Now, so the Lord told her, the Lord told her that this is the reason why some people will be left behind. Why? Because they have math. Can we all read it on the board? Ready, go. They have math, but remember, hold on, remember, Paul asked us a question. He said, how can they hear except somebody preaches to them? You see? Except somebody speaks to them. The people out there, they are looking, don't, don't, you see, when you see them, when you see them, don't condemn them. Because they are looking for something that they don't know where to find it. If a blind man is looking for a way, and nobody is guiding the person, will the person ever find a way? So when you see them, they are doing drugs, they are doing this, they are doing that, they are doing that. They are looking for something, but that thing they are looking for has been freely given to you. And that is why the Bible says that freely you have received, freely give. Because what they are looking for, they are paying dearly with their lives. They are paying dearly with their passion. They are paying dearly with so many things around them. Unfortunately, they will not get it. So the story of Rehard Bonke. I'm combining the two because of my time. Now, he had the opportunity to preach. When he preached, one, two, three, four, the fourth minute, everybody started crying. Everybody in the pub started crying. Why? They had gone there because they want some answer. But the answer is not there. So if Rehard Bonke had not gone there, how would they ever have had the answer? Is somebody with me? So now he preached to them. He said, who wants to receive Jesus? Every hand in the pub was lifted up. And then he began to pray the sinner's prayer with them. 
He said, as I was praying the sinner's prayer with them, I could literally feel a shooting went through the room like boom, like that. But it wasn't a physical bullet. The next year, when he went there, his host said, I have a surprise for you. So what is the surprise? Took him, they drove, 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 got to the pub. When they got to the pub house, it was now a mega church. Yeah. A mega, it, this is not story. It is something real. You see, just by doing what we are going to do today, you may never have an idea what you'll be doing today. You may never have an idea. Where is Emanice? Emanice, I think she's gone behind there. Yeah. Emanice started pursuing Dahlia. You have to come to church. 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 She hasn't heard anything. She will not listen. And then one night, we had a prayer. And then I said, anybody, I remember very well, I said, anybody that you have invited to the Lord who is becoming recalcitrant, mention their name and say, Holy Spirit, visit them and arrest them. Because there are some people, brothers and sisters, listen, there are some people, no amount of words will change them. Except the Holy Spirit visits them. So we pray that prayer. The next night of supernatural encounter, Emanis was there, preparing to come. Now she has even forgotten about Dahlia because as many times as she has invited Dahlia, Dahlia will not come. That night, six, around five something, right? She texted Dahlia. Uh, she texted Emanis. Hey, are you people having church tonight? He said, yeah, why? He said, I'll go. He said, what? He said, I want to go with you. For real, for real, for real? He said, yes. I remember very well. When she came, she was seated at where the sound booth now is. I was preaching fire and brimstone from heaven. I saw her crying in the realms of the spirit. I picked her up prophetically. I said, I see this and that and that. She broke down from that day till tomorrow. Look at her. A fire brand for the Lord. You see? So one day I sat, I sat down with her and we were talking. I said, okay, tell me a little about this. She was, you're telling. I said, but why were you doing this? She said, Papa, I was looking for this and that and that and that. I said, but did you find it? She said, no, no. Now through her. Where, 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 uh, 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 yes, yes, yes. Desha, lift up your hand. Through her, look at another soul inside the house. You see? And other people. Listen, what I'm trying to say is that the people out there are looking for something. They are looking for solutions. The solution is not in where they are looking for it from. Where is the solution? Say, I carry it. Come on, say, I carry it. So, how would they get it except I give it to them? That is why we are going out today. Praise the name of Jesus. God bless you, man of God. That is why we are going out today. The gospel according to Mary. They have math. Yeah, if it was, but if we are still writing the Bible, we will write the gospel according to Mary. Or maybe we'll write the gospel according to Holy Hill Chapel. Chapter maybe 14. Or chapter uh, whatever. Verse something. And one night, Mary had a dream. And that is the word of the Lord. So we are going. Listen. When we go, listen. Whenever God calls us, like the purpose of salvation, he has called us. Whenever the Lord sends you, Number one, the Lord gives you a message. Please note it in case you are writing something. The Lord gives you a message. Now, number two, 
the Lord will give you an audience. So the first one is that the Lord will always send you with a message. Can we read Mark chapter 5 verse 19? Mark 5:19. This is the madman of Gadaria. Our opening scripture. This guy was mad. Jesus came and then healed him. When Jesus healed him, he told Jesus, he said, Lord, I just want to stay with you. I just want to go everywhere you go with you. How be it? Okay, give me from verse number 17. And they began to pray Jesus to depart out of their coast. Verse 18. Look at verse 18. When he was come into the ship, so now Jesus was leaving. He that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. That he might be with him. You see? That he might be with him. He said, you have been with me a little. But look at verse number 19. And then the Lord said, continue from being with me. Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, go home. You see? Now listen. He's giving him an audience. He said, he's giving him an audience and a message. He said, go home to your friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. Is it a difficult message? He didn't say go and quote Hebrew. Go and quote James. You see, beautiful uh, 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 Francisca. Then he said that James chapter 1 verse 17 says that every good and perfect... Hey! Every good and what? Do you know James Akwaboa? So what is James Akwaboa? That hot, that hot Sunday afternoon when James Akwaboa sent me a message that we are not compatible. You are coming to talk to me about James. And you say that every good and perfect gift comes from James. They won't listen. Are, are you listening to what I'm saying? They won't listen. So what are you supposed to carry? Go and tell them. So there are two things that we are going out with. The whole of this month of September. Number one, write it. Number one, say my gospel. And number two, say the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. There are always two messages that you have. Now, the word gospel means good news. So what is my gospel? The good that the Lord has done in my life. So the Lord told him, he said, go and preach your gospel. Because at this point, this guy didn't know anything about the gospel of, he didn't know anything about Isaiah. He didn't know anything about somebody that has been mad. What will he know? The only good news that he knew, the only gospel that he knew was that, look at that. He said, go home and tell your friends and your family. Tell them how great things, how good things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And what happened? Look at verse 20. Look at verse 20. And then, and he departed and began to publish it in Decapolis. He just went to 10 states, 10 different states. All that he was saying is that, telling the things that Jesus has done for him. And all, ma- all men did marvel. This is what we are going out to do. As we go and you meet people, greet them. Salute them. Hey, how are you? Oh, I like you. Yesterday I told you, I, I, I met this guy called Anthony. Now, he was part of the, the workshop that I attended. And I said, this guy, I got to talk to him. My goodness. Very nice guy. But you may be intimidated with his appearance. He had tattoos everywhere. He had tattoo on his 
head and, and all that. I said, this guy is my soul. I got to talk to this guy. So I waited after we were done with the conference. And then he was going. So I was following at a pace. Because I, I didn't want to engage him in the hotel. I said, I will engage this guy at the parking lot. So I was following at a certain pace. So when I saw that he had brined this way, I also brined this way. Now I saw, I said, hey, young man, how are you? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to him, I shook his hand. I shook him firmly. Shook his hand. I said, man. And I said, I like your tattoos. He said, really? I said, yeah, it's beautiful. And then I said, but where do you live? I said, where do you live? He said, in Memphis. I said, Memphis, bro, that's where I am. I said, look at that. It's a small world. And I was laughing plenty. So now he was tempted to laugh. So we all started laughing. I said, how long have you been in Memphis? But it's a couple of months. You know, I moved there with my girlfriend. I said, thank God. Praise the name of Jesus. Said, I moved there with my girlfriend. I said, thank God. One enemy defeated. So I now began to engage him. I said, so what do you do for a living? He told me. And then he said, what? I said, I'm a preacher. By the time I'm saying I'm a preacher, my hand is inside my bag removing a flyer. By the time I said I am a preacher, my hand is inside removing a flyer. The moment I finished, I said, I have this parcel for you. He took it. He said, oh, well, 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 that's nice. That's nice. And then I said, you know, I said, you open it. So he opened it and he saw John 3.16. He said, yeah, I know 3.16. I know something is there. I said, what do you know is there? He said, like, something like, God loves you, something. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, ah, you are a preacher. You know, I was professor, but he didn't know. I said, you are a mega preacher, but he don't know. And then we began talking. I said, where do you live? I will invite you to fellowship with us. He said, yeah, I'll come. He said, oh, I live around the Comfort Inn. So I said, I know the place. I said, there is even a BP something gas station. He said, I live right behind it. I said, media. I said, media, this one is my soul for the Lord. Everybody you see, don't see them by their appearance. See them by where they are going. Either they are making it to hell or they are making it to heaven. And if you feel in your heart that it does, you don't even have to feel. You confront them and let them know that there is two destinations. And help them. That is all that we are going to do. Uh, you know, <clears throat> man of God, like I will go, but you know, me myself, I have some things that I'm dealing with. God doesn't use angels. Even when God sent an angel to the land to go and talk to Cornelius, he told Cornelius, go and find Peter. Now, guess what? When Cornelius went, when Cornelius sent men to go and find Peter, Peter was still in doubt. So, Peter at that time was not even qualified. He was still in doubt. Till the, angel, till the Lord told him that, that which I have sanctified, don't call it desecrated. Peter was still doubtless. I mean, was in doubt. You know, he was still living in the apartheid realm. realm. He was still segregating. He was still not qualified. Yet, the Lord used him. Stop denying people their salvation because of your somewayness. Because the Lord is not going to use an angel. The Lord is going to use you with all your somewayness. Say, with all my somewayness. That is how the Lord is going to use me. So, the Lord has sent us to an audience Number two, with the message. And number three, the Lord has equipped us. Number three, the Lord has equipped us. So it means that go boldly. He has equipped us. 
Look at this powerful scripture. Mark, sorry, Luke 22 and verse 35. Luke 22 and verse 35. Luke 22. He said unto them, when I sent you without purses and without script and without shoes, did you lack anything? And what did they say? Oh, help me. See? So when the Lord sends you, you will not lack anything. As we are going, we will not lack anything. One of the things I've realized, please, if you like market, after every month of going out, there is a major stream of testimonies. Yeah. Listen, this is what I've seen in this house. After every going out, there is a major stream of testimony. Mega, 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 mega. Like things that have been long, 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 then boom, boom, boom. It begins to happen. Yeah. It begins to happen. You see? He said, did you lack something? And what did they say? We lack nothing. Mark 16 and verse 20. Mark 16 and verse 20. And they went forth. And did what? Can we all read it? And did what? Where? Everywhere. And what happened? The Lord working with them. Confirming the word. With. As we are going, the Lord is going to confirm signs with you. Please listen. So when we go, you meet them, you greet them, you compliment them. You say, hey, yeah, I just want to tell you, I got a testimony, you see. He said, what testimony? <sighs> I used to suffer from this issue. And then somebody invited me to church. I'm not talking about church. I'm just talking about an encounter that I had. And then you tell them, I don't know what you're going through. So you share your testimony with them. I don't know what you're going through. But I can tell you that if you give Jesus a chance, you see, he can change things for you. There is always a message that I carry out. One message. When I see people, I tell them, and I believe some, most of you know it. I tell them, I say, hey, if you are going somewhere and you don't know the place, how do you go? Is there by GPS? I say, perfect. You are a very smart dude. You know, as you are answering, I give you compliments so that you will stay more. You see, I tell you, you are, man, you are so sharp. And then I, it will lead me to one question. Ah, are you studying? What are you studying? I say, I'm not, I'm not surprised because you are a sharp guy. You know, the moment you tell them that they are sharp, smart, you know, beautiful, handsome, they will stay. You understand what I'm saying? So you give them compliment, and now I tell them, so if you are going somewhere and you don't know, what do you need? He said, a GPS. I said, if you put your address in a GPS, would you get lost? He said, oh, no, 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 no. Then I asked him, have you ever gone to a place that you never knew before, but you arrived there and arrived at the place in time with your GPS? He said, yes. I said, that is exactly what I'm talking to you about. In this life, we are going somewhere. Then their eyes will open. And I said, I'm not talking about any where far. I'm talking about even tomorrow. Do you know what will happen tomorrow? They said, no. I said, but there is a GPS that can lead you to tomorrow. That can tell you that you can arrive in tomorrow safely and smoothly. Do you want to know that GPS? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, that GPS is called Jesus Christ. And then I tell them, my life, my life was going down the drain until one day in somewhere 1995. Yeah, I was in school. And then a preacher man came to preach. And when he was preaching, 
You know, I had gone to the school, St. Augustine's College, and I was seated at the back there. And the only reason why I went there was because I was part of the back benches, you know, the back benches. We, the back benches, we will, we will just be making fun of you, every, except we don't see you. I was short, but I was very, very, uh, uh, man. And because I, I, I was in the company of tough guys, but I was short, but I was in the company of tough guys. So you couldn't beat me. You beat me. They... And we used to make fun of people. It was an all-boys school. So, you know, fooling was part of our curriculum. You know, it was a major credit score curriculum. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, so I was sitting right behind there, like where Ella is standing. And then the man began to preach. Now, I don't know at what point in time I started listening to him. But somewhere, somehow, I found myself as the subject of his preaching. So I was seated at the back there, and then I don't know. I started crying. I started crying. Started crying. He said, "Who won't?" I, re- I remember his name very well. He's called James Nanjo. I re- and then he was preaching fire, brimstone. Hey, I said, "Who wants to give his life to Jesus?" I didn't know whether I ro- I raised my head or I flew to the front there. All I saw was that I was at the front there crying tears. And then he laid his hand on my on my on my shoulder. He said, "Young man, the Lord will use you mightily one day." By that time, I was a very ra- ra- radical, you know, cause trouble boy. Yeah. You see, one thing led to the other. And today, here am I. Isaiah chapter 6, and I believe verse number 9. I believe it is my last scripture. Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 9, right? And he said, oh, no. Huh? Nine six. Okay, let's see nine six. My people say nine six. It's my pop, one of my popular scriptures. Who shall I send? And who will go? Where is it? That's my last scripture. It's not part of my preaching message or whatever. So, I, but I, I'm, I, I'm asking a question, but I want to ask it based on scripture. It's one of my my favorite scriptures, right? Six what? Six eight. Yes, six eight. 6 8 Isaiah 6 8 not 6 9 so and I heard a voice and that is the voice I'm giving to each and every one of us saying whom shall I send you see because they got to hear there is another sheep out there whom shall I send and who will go for us so heaven want there to be a fair representation out there so today I am only a microphone for God this morning and the Lord said, I should ask you, who shall I send? If you will go, will you show me your hand? Yeah. He said, and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. Celebrate my beautiful guest, Deja. Deja, stand up and then wave us up. Now, Deja, come, 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 come. I know you are shy, but me too, I'm shy. Look at Deja, very beautiful. Now, we, she was part of the workshop that we had these three days. And then, um, Brianna accosted her. Brianna said, ah, 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 ah. Began speaking with her, bombarded her with her gospel. And, she, and then she said, ah, even last week, I wanted to go out and preach to share the gospel. Brianna said, our church this month is going out every Sunday. She said, I'll be there on Sunday. 
So she came fully armed to go so winning. What about you that have been a product of the house since time immemorial? Since the church was in diapers, you have been a member. Now the church is wearing boxer and wearing pants and wearing suit. Would you go with us? God bless you. Let's celebrate it. We are going to MTSU. So like we always do, the church bus will be carrying those that will want to do carpooling. Some of us will also be driving. Don't take yourself out. Now, please, can I, where are the, the ministry material? So that is all we are going to do. You are going to share your gospel. Now, when you finish, the reason why we invite them to church is because nobody gives birth and leaves their children at the hospital. You have to take them home. Hallelujah. You take them home. So when you finish feeding them and then become friends with them, tell them, hey, can I have your number? Because people will always love to attend a church when they know they have some contact there. Because it is always some strange something when you are going to somewhere the first time, you know, especially when you don't know anybody there. You know, it becomes some way. But when they know that I know Prince, I know that when I go, at least I'll find Prince. Praise the name of Jesus. So, I want you to stretch forth your hand towards these. They are beautiful. Everybody will have some. You put some in your car. Wherever you find yourself. After this month and even in the course of the month. You see, I told you last week. At a certain point in time, you must be able to look back and then know that ah, I am the one that God touched. And I invited Pastor Solomon. And then Pastor Solomon is in the church because you must know it. You must know it. You must know who through you the Lord brought into the ministry. It's very rewarding, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. So you make friends with them. And then there are two flyers here. This one is our first one. By the way, Anthony will visit and come and stay very soon. Hallelujah. Now, this one is a full message. Just that maybe you have never taken time to read it. But if you take time to read this, you yourself, you'll be touched. So it's a full message. You can preach from it. You can tell them the story inside, the, the, the points inside, and whatever. We have a QR code that leads every, every scan to our website so that they will know and be able to follow and be able to flow with us and be able to fellowship with us. It's very important. So you give them one. We've already prayed over. And then this is another flyer. It is called Fall in Love with Jesus. You know, it can sound any way. It can mean anything. But we are saying that as we are entering into fall, we want to fall in love with Jesus. Is it not powerful? Yeah. This flyer was designed by Minister Melissa. Is it not powerful? And the husband. The two must take the credit. Now, what is this fall in love with Jesus? It is going to be a Saturday program on October the 7th at 2 p.m. It's going to be a barbecue noon. Yeah. Here, right here, right here. We'll have bouncy castles. We'll have grill. We will have chicken. We have maize. We have abunabunu. We have everything. Anything you can think of. Amen. We will have, so we will have, um, we have chili cook off. You know, people will be cooking themselves here. And then we will have big sale. We'll have face painting. We'll have live music. We'll have games for the children, for the lambs. 
and then we'll also have you know everything bouncy car everything will be here and that is going to be on october that's going to be on october the 7th right now so we will share this one with them and then impress upon them hey october the 7th we have a grill we have you know fall in love with jesus you know just you know how to hype you know free eating so hype it tell them it's free eating come and eat for us amen so hype it and then invite people praise the name of jesus all right why my protocol guy gentle gentlemen oh boy today's your birthday the lord will honor you come come come, come. i know you are shy right <laughs> god bless you Obua was invited to church. Obua will always stay at the back there. He doesn't want any, you know, the type that will always be when we finish. Nicodemusly, they were. I started praying over him. I said, Lord, arrest this young man. Lord, arrest him. Lord, arrest him. And one day I called him. I said, You got to do something for the Lord, though. You are too strong to be there. He said, Papa, you know what? Me, even me, I've been thinking about it. I said, Atom Kwaimu. Then I invited him. I said, Join. Are they not handsome men? And listen, look, look at me. They are not bouncers at the pub. No, no, no. Wait, they, are must, they are not bouncers at the pub. Do you know what they do? They come, you bring your car. They say, please, would you park here? Can I help you? Is it not powerful? See, if you, are, if you marry a man like this, he won't use his muscles on you. No, because he's busy using these muscles for the Lord. How will he use it on your face? But if you find a James Bond, a James Bond who doesn't even have a muscle. Even his name shows what he will do to you. Hallelujah. So, men of valor, as I call them, please carry these powerful things. And then, yeah. And then, Randy, pick this one. Yeah. Now, so you see that we have them packs. Give everyone at least one pack. Give everyone. I need another man of valor. Praise. Okay. Okay. So, and then give everybody 10 of these. Now, the fastest way to do, because we are supposed to leave at 9. I've already exceeded by 10 minutes. Count 10 and then pass. Count 10 and pass. But then, these ones have already been organized. Yeah. Yeah, give a pack. Yeah. When you give, uh-huh. when you give them a pack like this, you take one pack, you pass the rest. Take one pack, you pass the rest. It is the fall in love with Jesus that you can count. Hallelujah. Vicky. Victoria was very shy. Today look at her. She can dance Ebube. She dances Ebube in church. Very powerful. Very powerful dancer. Yeah. All our children are going with us. Hallelujah. Yeah, please give him some. If today is your first day here, can I give you a welcome before we go? Today is your first day here. Today is your first day. Today is your first. Wow! Can can you come? I want to shake hands with you. Wow! Come, come, come to me. Yeah, come. Did you come? Yeah, come, come. Today is your first day. Wow! Help them, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. Wow! 
is this not beautiful? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Can I get a microphone? Just introduce yourself briefly to us whilst we are sharing these flyers and who invited you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hello. Okay, as today's your first day. Yes, sir. Yeah, my name is Maxwell. I, I just moved in from New York. Oh. I know Pastor has already invited me. Yes. Yes, last week I couldn't make it. So this week I was supposed to come with my family, but they couldn't make it. But I'm here with my son, Kwabana. Hallelujah. Somebody told me from somebody told me from New York that oh, Papa, I have a friend that has moved to Murfreesboro. And I said, my goodness, I'm going to follow up. God bless you, Brother Maxwell. So powerful. Oh, so you are now here, right? Yes. My goodness. That's our family member in here. Please celebrate the Lord. Yes, ma'am. What's your name? Um, my name is Demisha Dockery. Wow. Um, these are my children. Wow. wow. Leon and Matthias. Wow. Um, I was just searching for a church. I haven't been to a church in a long time. Wow. I thought you would make some shout unto the Lord. Wow. She's not been to church for some time. Well, maybe like two years. I was... And you were searching for a church. Yes. Because, oh. you know, I haven't... Well, two years, I've just lost faith, and um, uh, I just revert from Christianity, and just my heart's just been like somewhere else. So I haven't been going to church, but um, just God has just always been with me. He's been good to me. He's never left me. Even Hallelujah! Left <laughs> yeah, so he's never left me, even though I left him. And, um, and the Holy Spirit just been dealing with me, right. pertaining to that. Wow. And um, he, he's just been blessing me still. Wow. Wow. And um, so I just decided that I just need to so find you a church. Uh -huh. And I've been watching churches online and stuff like that. I don't know which church to go to. And um, lately, um, I just love um, African church. Right. <laughs> so I've been listening to like African churches because it correlates with where I'm from. I'm Jamaican. Right. So um so I've been trying to find something similar um to where I'm from and stuff like that. So I've been searching online. I've been listening to you know just all kind of the African churches every Sunday. Um, and throughout the week, so I decided to search and search and search. And when I came across uh, your church. Um, I was like, okay, maybe I should just visit. And so I just came today. Wow. Yeah. What did you say? That? Demisha? Demisha. Demisha, this is your home. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will love it. This is family. Yeah. With your beautiful family. Hallelujah. What's your name? James. James. James, invite... James, I wasn't preaching you. <laughs> James, who invited you? Um, What's your story? Yeah, Brother Robert, the birthday boy. The birthday boy invited you. Let's celebrate James 
on his birthday, he invited us all to church. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You went to Moba. We will talk later. <laughs> his school was rivals with my school. So we will settle it at the backyard. <laughs> Hello, I'm Asia. Um, Brianna invited me. Um, <laughs> I've been looking for a church to go to. I've been invited to many of churches, but um, just the experience that we had, it was just like this. This, this is the one. Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Now, oh yes. Your name and who invited you? Braylon and Fran. Franka invited Brayla, right? Braylon. Bray. Braylon. Braylon. Yes, Braylon. Hallelujah. You heard the name, right? I won't mention it again. I'll read it from a paper. Let's pray. Father, thank you for these wonderful men and women that you've brought here today. They did not come here accidentally. You brought them here because you had ordained that they should be here today. I pray that after today, let their steps be ordered in you and established in you. Perfect everything that concerns them. Let your name be glorified. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Amen. Now, Minister Melissa, where are you? LP Shana, yes, please come. And then with your team, Minister Melissa, come with your team. Please attend to them. Yeah, Mama Phyllis, please. You will follow them. Uh, would you? I know that today is your first time. If you want to go, I know as for you are going with us to MTSU. If you want to go with us, what we do is that we go out there. We will spend an hour to an hour and a half or a little above, depending on how the Lord is moving. And then we will just return here for our lunch and then we will go home. That is what we do every Sunday. Today being the first Sunday, that is why we have exceeded 11. Otherwise, by 11, we, we should be there. But I needed to explain some stuff. Amen. So, if you want to go with us, I mean, we are just going to MTS. You will feel that you are new because we'll be walking with you. I'll be walking with some of you. We'll be meeting people, sharing flyers, talking to them about our stories, sharing Jesus with them. That is all we're going to do. Amen. Just MTSU. If you don't want to drive, there is a there is a, va, a, a church bus and then other cars that you can join. Amen. God bless you. But please follow. Let's celebrate them. Let's celebrate them. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you want to lift up your offering quickly to the Lord. And then we are going. So lift up your offering. Lift up an offering to the Lord. Lift up an offering to the Lord. Hallelujah. You want to lift up that offering to the Lord? Father, we thank you for the privilege and opportunity of giving. Please receive our offering. Let it be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, please drop it. We are going to MTSU. Spend an hour and a half, and then we will return. Do you have your flyers?
Share it quickly. Share it quickly. Elder, Elder, please, is the, is, the, is the screen in the overflow on? The screen in the overflow is on, right? Okay. Yeah. the giving portal on the line for our newcomers inside there. The Lord lays an offering on their heart. They will look at it and then they will do that. Amen. The Lord bless. Father, we bless the bread and we bless the drink and as we partake in it, please empower and strengthen us for the work of ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we be on our feet? So please, we are all going. Amen. Let's go to MTSU. You'll be surprised about how blessed you'll be when we go together. Find somebody. Go with somebody. Share with somebody. Amen. Father, as we go, please perfect and smoothen our way. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.